You're looking sharp. You're looking sharp with that HubSpot shirt. I almost did my drift they tutorial this morning. They should pay me. They really should. Well, Gas, Gas Monkey, Monkey Garage? Or yeah, HubSpot? they should pay me, like, all the time. But anyway. I know. Okay. Like, I pay you, and you don't even wear impulse shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Are you immersed in a sea of business advice and education but not sure what to embark on first? Instead of adding to the ocean of information, we're here to help you navigate it like a pro. The Wayfinding Growth Podcast will help you take a deep dive into new actionable strategies, tools, and tactics to help you grow. So start charting a course for business growth as you explore a better way to grow further, faster, with your hosts, Remington Begg and George B. Thomas. Oh, yeah, and we're back for another episode of the Wayfinding Growth Show. I'm super excited to be here today. Mr. Remington, how has life been? Life's been awesome. You know, we've been uh, we've been all over the country, uh, you know, inbound, hanging out in Nantucket a while for a client sales workshop, and I'm just really excited to get back on the Wayfinding Growth bandwagon because I've, I've been missing our audience. Without a doubt, it's like once something becomes part of your life and your schedule and you're used to it and then life pulls you away, it's super crazy. I will let everybody know that's watching this, we're talking about the Jeremy Vest recap. Obviously, you saw that up in the title up there. But since we actually did the interview with Jeremy Vest, we have done some really interesting interviews with people like Nick Nimmons and Pete Caputa. And so there is a bunch of great content coming along the way. But without further ado, Remington, let's go ahead and take sail, set sail, if you will, into this week's episode. Kind of give me your overarching, like, just general thoughts of the interview that we did with Jeremy Vest. Yeah, so Jeremy was a breath of fresh air because when we were talking about analytics and numbers and stuff like that from a title perspective, you know, I'd never met Jeremy before. So I was expecting someone that was going to talk to me about watch time and, like, number of likes and followers. And and uh, it, was, it was very refreshing because – I don't even think he mentioned anywhere near that other than paying attention to your metrics. And um, so just in general, it was really awesome. Super crazy camera envy with his setup, which, of course, now George, our viewers are going to see that George now has a sharp camera and I'm still sitting here on a freaking webcam. But whatever. So you get, you get to see that. And for our audio listeners, you got to check out the YouTube channel because George is looking pretty sharp, literally in this episode. Um, but in general, like he, you just, you could tell he's just a pro. Like he was talking about his, um, his office or his studio is actually just his everyday office. And, you know, and I think that that's a really important thing for people to think about is making video super accessible by making it just hit record where you're at. Yeah, Remington, I totally agree. What was interesting for me, which by the way, thanks for the kind words of the setup. And listen, there's actually a little pro tip in what Remington said there. And that is when you're listening to the Wayfinding Growth podcast and you hear a tip, you should implement the tips that you hear. By the way, even though we're creating the show, like when I hear things, when Remington <laughs> hears things from these guests like Joey Coleman, oh my gosh, you should have mm-hmm. been a fly on the wall in the internal media meetings after the Joey Coleman show. And and in this case, when we saw Jeremy's setup, I was like, mm, mm-mm-mm. So I'm using a Canon DSLR now, which is so, so nice, and I love it. And anyway, but here's the thing. 
when I heard you start to talk that way and when we were talking to Jeremy, the thing that really surprised me is that I was – and I mean no disrespect by this to anybody out there. I was expecting the interview to be almost like YouTuber-ish. And what ended yep. up happening, it was very business-y, meaning Jeremy was like, yeah. no, when we're talking about video, it's a business play. You know, sure, I'm a content creator, but I think like content creators look at themselves differently, even though they won't call themselves marketers, that they're actually doing a lot of like marketing things. And one of the things that Jeremy talked about that I was like, ooh, ooh, that's a little nugget there is – most companies will go into this and they'll think, okay, I need to build an audience. And of course, with that audience, I need to get views. And then after they've done it for a while, they sit back and they go, well, but what did we get from this? And the mm -hmm. fact that he talked about goals and strategies, and then he dropped one little line in that very beginning part two. He was like, why video? And like sometimes, you know, we have these like long drawn out explanations of why you should do business video or create a video culture. I even have like this video I dropped that's five reasons, uh, that why video now. But Jeremy was like, um, because of emotion. And that was the mm -hmm. answer. Like that was just the answer. And he's like, because a picture's worth a thousand words. So what is a video worth? And it was absolutely amazing. So. Anyway, yeah. that was that was my general thoughts. I was super surprised how businessy it got, how very marketing centric it got, how strategy and goals it got. Um, but then we wrapped into the tool section. We got into navigational instruments, um, and so I that was weird to me. I'm super curious if it was weird to you because again, again, perception. Right, my mind went in this direction of well, we're going to talk about X Y Z. Uh, X Y Z never showed up. So, what, like, what was your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah, so I think um, I think there's a couple different things there. One, I uh, didn't realize how ultra connected to VidIQ he was, and which is an amazing tool. So he probably was not necessarily going going too much in tools, but he really started going really heavy into you know the fact that the the long game of the videos there. Like he was actually talking about the videos as the tool, which I thought was interesting. But when you're when we're thinking about the the video and we're thinking about like how he was bringing them across. He was like, companies have no souls. And so you got to have people to be in those videos. And, and it was really interesting because he was, I think he, I don't know whether it was Katy Perry or Beyonce or I don't know someone, but I think it was Katy Perry. He's like, yeah, he's like, you can have Katy Perry in the video and it's going to get some, it's going to get some attention, but it's not really going to build any trust for you as an organization because that, because she's her own brand, get people, the normal people that are in your organization up on video and start showing your soul. And I thought that was really, um, really compelling. But then, of course, we get into a lot of the other tools that we were thinking he was going at. And so why don't you talk a little bit about those, George? Yeah, and before I dive into those tools, because I do want to talk about that, because that is the XYZ. Like, I thought for sure yeah, yeah. we talk about TubeBuddy, and we talk about VidIQ, and we talk about Databox, and all sorts of things. Um, but really, yeah. the, what was amazing is Jeremy started with, well, the biggest tool is your brain. Um, and just, <laughs> I was like, uh, hello, you're my brother from another mother because it is all about the ideas and then those ideas turning them into great stories and then having people actually be able to tell those stories or implement it in front of the camera. And Remington, you just said something that really sparked my mind as well is like, have the people inside of your company, um, bring on or be a piece of the brand. And I will tell you, there's been this 
this kind of thing that I've had to do over the last five, six years, and it's a delicate dance of having a personal brand inside a company but being able to soft or subtle sell the company along with the story that people are kind of paying attention or being involved into. Like a lot of people that are watching this may know historically before Impulse, uh, it was the sales line, right? And so it was always this thing of George B. Thomas and the sales line and Marcus Sheridan and it's like this happy like mix that everybody kind of had to pay attention to. And now, you know, it's the same kind of song and dance, but it's Remington uh, and it's Impulse Creative and it's the George B. Thomas brand. And all of a sudden, too, what we're doing is, again, pro tip, paying attention to these interviews and implementing. There are other people in the company of Impulse Creative that are saying, hey, we want to stand up. We want to have a personal brand. We want to move forward. And so if you're watching this and you're a company and you're afraid of like, well, the, that brand might overpower our brand. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. The personal brands raise and all ships come together. The company brand just starts to explode because of all the visibility or the word that we're trying to get to here is attention that you're getting from mm-hmm. the folks who then it directs back to the company. Anyway, little side note there. Again, I guess we're talking about tools and not talking about tools, but we are going to talk about tools. Um, yeah. The big thing I want to say is well there's a couple of things i always say the big thing and then there's a couple of things so the micro things turns into a big thing anyway i digress <laughs> is i never really realized how kind of competitive vidiq and TubeBuddy were um until we did yeah. the jeremy vest interview and then you know and i'm looking future the other the viewers listeners can't see this but like the nick Nimmin uh interview guys it's fun you're going to enjoy a part of that interview i'm just teasing it out because it was fun and and, and interesting uh that that week's captain killing it um and then you know of course nick with a mug that i won't tell you what the mug said on it but um you know (laughs) so that that's this is fun i never realized that but then also after jeremy's interview i started to dive into vidiq and kind of learn about that tool uh and holy macro like i knew it was cool but holy macro and their youtube channel is absolutely amazing there's a, a gentleman named rob that does their videos totally crazy cool Um, but the idea is this that some people are not even paying attention to their analytics some people are not paying attention to the videos that are doing good or doing poorly and they don't have strategies based on well what do we do with the ones that are doing poorly and how do we make more that are doing great like that Um, and so these tools are super important but then like there are other tools out there even since like this interview, like HubSpot, right? HubSpot now has a beta version of YouTube analytics, which makes what was once difficult for people uh, to see and understand pretty simple to see and understand and then start to have some strategies. So when when we start to talk about these tools, because I'm, I'm going, Remington, kind of from the idea of a creator and looking at these tools and helping them to pinpoint what I should be creating or what we should be creating moving forward as the owner side of this, you know, how do Mm -hmm. you look at these tools? You know, what do you use them for? Um, How do they help you when you're leveraging these different personal brands that are creating content and things like that? Yeah. So interesting question. So I was actually on a um, a mini podcast episode for, with data box of an agency series they're spinning up. And, and one of the things we were talking about was like tech, using data to be tactical, you know, like using data 
to to understand where you should be, but like being able to see enough historical that it helps you project the future. And I think that I think that that's a really big play. Like we we do that really well as an organization here. But the fact that you can um, that you can use like vidIQ, well, everyone's excited about Semrush if they're a digital marketer, but no one really thinks about that same SEO strategy with YouTube. And you know, and then suddenly you realize that oh, you're sharing your videos on YouTube around content. Like, are you doing as much optimization of the actual title and the description and the content in your YouTube videos as you are for your blog posts and and everything else you're doing? And that was that was like one of the big takeaways. Bringing it back to Jeremy was he was like, yeah, you've got to you've got to know this stuff. You've got to understand the virality of it and how it's going to be consumed and used. And then also what the long and the short game is. And I think the long game was the one thing that I really wanted to highlight. He was he actually brought up that people. Um, like people can lose their jobs if they misrepresent video. And, you know, and of course he's talking about the marketing side of videos, not the sales side, which is a whole nother interview and discussion. But like the marketing side of the videos is we're going to put out all these cool videos. They're going to be engaging. You're going to get, you know, those, you're going to get people coming and consuming, but it, it might be early on in the buying cycle. As we always talk about, they may not buy for a year, but how many videos built up that rapport, you know, for that to make happen. I thought that, that, he had that understanding because he pays attention to those numbers, um, and I thought that was a really, really cool metric. To me, it was super interesting because, like, I mean, I just realized from, like, historical data, it does take time to build a relationship. And and so many people want to want to feel like it's a microwave when it's actually a crock pot, right? And, and I mean, just realize that you got to put in the work to get what you're trying to get to and hard work always works. I just like to throw that in there. So this uh, episode is brought to you by, well, us, the folks at Impulse Creative, and we want to let you know that you should probably check out our website audits or our video audits or our full-fledged marketing audits where we show you things that you could fix and tweak to be awesome and better. Not that you aren't already awesome because you are, but is your website, is your marketing, are your videos if you don't know you're getting 100% ROI, well, that day can be over because we can help you know that you are. Remington, we did charting the course next. We always do charting the course, which actually we should let the viewers and listeners know we actually might blow our outline up and you might get a totally different oh, show in a, co- <laughs> in a couple of episodes just so everybody knows. But we go into this section called charting the course. And uh, there are a couple of things that I started to think in here, but why don't you go ahead and jump in and let me know kind of when we went into this section where your brain went, what your diagnosis of what Jeremy was talking about uh, led to. Yeah, so I think um, I think I went into this section expecting him to talk about at a company level how a company can get involved. And again, refreshing because he brought it back to a human level, which would be the one actually pressing the record button, right? So as, as they're going through and they're doing these things, the, um, the content – I really loved the the idea of, you know, he like he's fine with having some ums and some pauses in his videos because it just shows that they're real. And for the record, that takes a lot of editing time out and where you could just ship something. But it was it was neat because going back to that soul conversation, like he was just talking about just being vulnerable. And we, we've talked about vulnerability, you know, quite a bit on video or off video that drives, you know, that can really drive some great relationships online. And that's essentially what this is all about. You know, we're creating these relationships and especially these 
these this younger generation, you know, they're they're consumed and building relationships with people on YouTube, you know, from the get go. So, um, so yeah, so I think you know just just getting it going and just starting and being yourself is uh, it was some really big takeaways. And he just did a really great job of talking about it without blowing things up. Um, but I've got one more thing to add, but I'll let you let you jump in here in regards to charting the course. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things that he said, like the nuggets that I grabbed out that I thought was super interesting was the new punk rockers, which alludes mm. to that he liked punk rock music. <laughs> but the new punk rockers are YouTubers, right? Um, and I immediately went to, well – YouTubers, because they're creating content on a platform that is YouTube and businesses can create content and it can be on YouTube and therefore businesses could be the new punk rockers or let's just translate that the the people could be paying attention to your business because you're cool and you also happen to be in the place that they are like that's if you diagnose that mm-hmm. that statement that's what it means and so you know a lot of times we have this conversation with businesses of well should i be on youtube or should i be on wistia or should i use vidyard or should it be 23 and and youtube and when do i uh, am i on youtube and when am i not and uh, yes, 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 and yes. Like, I All mean, you pick a platform that you want to host your videos on, but you leverage YouTube because it's a freaking social community and the world's second largest search engine. And look, there's strategies that we can help you with of what videos go there and what videos don't. And, and Remington alluded to like, there's a whole marketing side, a whole sales side. A whole personal yeah. branding side that you really have to pay attention to when you're moving forward in that direction. But that was, that was cool to me. The other thing that I latched onto because I'm big on this, I, I believe that all of us as human beings are wonderfully made. We're unique individuals. Like that's just in the core of who I am. And so when, when Jeremy started to talk about like you don't have to be the next Peter or the next Gary. And just so there's no misconception here, Peter McKinnon or Gary Vaynerchuk, right? Gary V. Like it's not to get in front of the camera and to be them. It's to get in front of the camera and simply be you. Like that's, that's all you have to do. And if you do that well, right? If you can, if you can maximize the authenticity that happens in those moments, like, it's game changer. People just fall in love with you mm-hmm. because they're, we're, we're, we as humans are so um, driven to find something that feels, looks, and smells real instead of produced, Hollywood, fake, like BS. Like we just gravitate in that direction, right? And so be you. Don't try to be somebody else. I loved that. Um, and then one last thing, Remington, that – and of course you know this is near and dear to my heart – is build a process like – The fact that you think you have to reinvent the wheel every time you're going to make a video, break down the tripod, set up the tripod, set up the lights, break down the lights, get the camera in focus, get the settings right. No, 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 no. Build a process where you can hit record, you can make your video, you can produce your video. And so build a process and make that process fast. And he went into, and again, here's why I keep saying like he's he's my brother from another mother, right? Is the fact that he talks about a non-editing process. And you just mentioned a little bit ago the ums and the ahs and the whatever. Like here's the video, ship it. Because if it's shipped, people can watch it. If it's being edited, yep. nobody sees it. 
except for you or your editor. So, I mean, it's just it's just those were game changing for me. So, you said you had another thing that you wanted to mention. What might that be? So, uh, Ryan and I were talking yesterday to a group of college students in the PR field, and we got you know we're talking about influencer marketing, vlogging, which I can't believe they call it vlogging in uh, college, but that's a whole nother episode. Um, and then, of course, and of course, blogging as well. But one of the uh, what was really interesting. So, and you and I have talked this like imposter syndrome kind of feeling. Right. So when you get started, the first thing you start wondering is like, is this even going to matter to someone? And so there's a couple different reasons why it was pretty, pretty like eye opening for me. So obviously you and I know that we've put out some content where like this is this is kind of the stupidest video ever. Like it's like how to log into HubSpot or something (laughs) like that. And then and then the video that you put the least amount of heart in for the record, we still put heart in videos, but like the least amount of heart in suddenly people are like, Oh my God, this is the best thing since sliced bread. And, and, and so, you know, I think a lot of times people put these barriers up that it's not good enough. And like from a topic point of view, not even just like themselves as an individual, but I was talking to someone and they're passionate about, you know, vegan lifestyle and they really like, it's changed their life. And I was like, cool. So why don't you, why don't you share some about that? And they're like, oh, well, there's, there's a lot of people that talk about that. I don't think what I say matters. And I think that that is a really, a really crazy thing. So you brought up the the whole Peter Gary thing. So in this talk, I'm like, you don't want to be Gary V as an influencer and then be trying to connect with people that are part of your church congregation. Like that doesn't, that, that, that message doesn't connect. And no one knew what I was talking about. Hmm. And I was like, hold, hold on, hold on. How many people know who Gary Vee is in this room? One hand. Yeah. Right? So, so, and the reason I bring that up, it's not, it's not anything negative to Gary Vee, but it's because we put this like thought process in our head that like, I can't compete with the Gary V's of the world. And at that moment, Ryan and I were talking to 50 people who have never heard of Gary Vee and they've heard of Remington and Ryan. You know yeah. what I mean? So like so as you're thinking about these videos and you're doing these things, like share your point of view. And if it impacts and I think you told me this one time, if it impacts one person, then it did its job. If you focus on that, it's a lot less pressure and a lot for you to hit the publish button. Yeah, I did say that. So you could yeah. have prefaced that some wise guy once told me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm some just kidding. wise guy. Yeah, once yeah. Told me. He's a wise guy. Anyway, no, it's funny because um, when you were talking about that, I started to think about the lesson that I learned uh, in that process of where you put out a video. Um, okay, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kind of tell it as a story. Like here's here's what happened. Wicka, wicka. Yeah, here here's what happened. Uh, born and raised. No, I'm just, I could start rapping, but I won't do that. Okay, let's get into this. So um, <laughs> I when I would create videos. One of the mindsets that I would always have is I'm like, well, I got to create this video. And when I create this video, uh, I got to make sure that it positions me to look like I'm smart. And so I would <laughs> look at these other videos that I could create and I'd be like, no, anybody can do that. Um, I need to do yep. this other video because it's it's technically more difficult and and people will watch this and they'll think I'm smart. And then I realized like I got a question and it was like the so easy of thing to do in HubSpot. And I'm like, okay, fine. I got the question. I'm going to answer it. Did the video 
and and in the mindset of this doesn't make me look smart at all. This is just a video that – and here's the key. <laughs> this is just a video that's going to help somebody. Um, right. And, and then all of a sudden there was like this ah like moment from people with this video and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like if I want to <laughs> up my game – and by the way, guys, gals, please listen to this part right here because I'm being dead serious. Like if I want to up my game with video, it doesn't matter the camera. It doesn't matter the mic. It doesn't matter the lighting. All those things are great. They're important. They're going to make it better from a visual and audio standpoint. <laughs> the main thing is the mindset. And right, and we talk about this. Gosh, I, I wish we could play a clip from the Nick Nimmin interview right now, but it does come down to the mindset. And I realized moving forward from that day on, I would never judge doing a tutorial or creating a piece of content video based on how does it make me look, but I would move forward and always create content on who is it going to help. And if you can do that for your company, it's an absolute game changer. Anyway, Remington. I think that you need to tell them something about, I don't know, email or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to send one of these out. But, um, but as we, as we, that's accountability in its realest form, people. So each, each week we should be, we are sending out, this is vulnerability at its finest because we're not cutting this out. Each week we're going to be sending out an email, weekly show notes and a monthly deep dive newsletter. And you're going to see all the tools, the downloads, links to all the resources that we got going on that we're talking about that we think that would help you grow your company. So if you want to sign up, get to any Wayfinding Growth page and hit that subscribe button and uh, we will send that over to you. Yes, we will. Sign up. And we'll send it out. Simple and basic as that. Now, this week's <laughs> Captain Killing It. Oh, man, I love this person. This person is absolutely amazing. I watched them online, and it just – it talk about a breath of fresh air and somebody who, when you see them, you can feel like they've gone through the struggle to get to the victory. Um, and, and I absolutely love that. So uh, today's Captain Killing It is none other than Brian Fanzo. Um, and the reason that he got on to the show when we created Outline, because he was one of the most popular tweets on hashtag video MW18, which, by the way, mm. is Jeremy's event. That's why yeah. I was looking at this because we interviewed Jeremy like a day or two before his event. Then I was watching the event on Twitter. Then Brian pops up, um, and he did this talk on press the damn button. And I thought, man, what a novel concept. Um, what's fun is since then, uh, he also spoke at Inbound. You might know that Remington and I and some of the team also went to Inbound. And so I went and saw him actually do the talk that is press the damn button and – just press the damn button. Like seriously, it. Yeah. The talk is amazing. Brian's amazing. The fact that his tweets were top in uh, that hashtag for Jeremy's event. I'm super excited for him. I think he's awesome. Yeah. Anything to say about Brian uh, Remington? Yeah. Yeah. So it was my first time seeing Brian. I've been connected to him for years on social media, watching him grow, and it's really cool. And you know, talk about authenticity. Right. That guy is like just the epitome of authenticity, both online and off. Um, so I really love I just really love the format. And his message was really, really true. 
um, you know, in general. And I knew it was going to be good when the Memoji was the starting the starting uh, scene of the entire talk. Like, and for those of you who don't know what a Memoji is, um, it's 2018 people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right. And some people probably just turned the video off because they're like, <laughs> screw it. Anyway, so, <laughs> so, uh, Remington, we yeah. love the Bermuda Triangle. You love the Bermuda Triangle. Uh, on this one, I'm going to go a little bit first. Uh, yep. one of the things that happened in the Bermuda Triangle, and again, you hear us saying this over and over and over, our expectations <laughs> did not happen. Like, they were surpassed, is what I'll throw in with that. But, um, Jeremy started to talk about this YouTube three pack, and I mm-hmm. was like, what the I was what? Like- like, wait, yeah, total, like, need, needed a ninja move or something. Like, hang on, what what just happened? And he talked about snippets, uh, videos, and text results um, and yeah. how these can live in harmony. And uh, that sent me down a rabbit hole after the interview to kind of think about these things, look at these things, and, and how to kind of leverage and harness uh, other parts to go around your video. You need to go back and listen to that part of the episode where he talks about the YouTube 3-pack. Um, also, I love the fact that uh, the it's not about gaming the algorithm. It's about paying attention to what humans want, what humans need, what humans like, um, and actually creating content around that. Uh, and if you create content around that, then it, it will be uh, in the algorithm. Yeah. It will work with the algorithm because at the end of the day, the computer is built or the algorithm is built in a way to try to give the humans the best thing for them and it's looking at signs of what the humans say is the best thing to actually run anyway without getting nerdy those those were a couple things i love that it's create for humans i love that it's you think it's just video but there's something that you can do beyond video to help your videos be successful uh what did you pull out of the bermuda triangle find sir so the big thing for me he talked about the mindset a lot, I mean, throughout the entire thing, but when he brought it back, you know, and it's, it's really true because, um, you know, we think about content in general. Most people think about, oh, maybe I'll just write an article. And then once you start getting to the point where like videoing like you and I are, now for the record, we do video a lot. So like, and it we didn't happen overnight, but now suddenly we're like, can I just do a video about this instead of a, instead of an article? Because it's just a little bit more natural. You don't have those those inhibitions of of not wanting to talk on camera. Now I think I talk on camera better than I talk without a camera. But but in general, you know, the video is not hard. Um, it's the mindset that's hard. And so if you think about society right now, I mean, I got to see a whole bunch of students yesterday, and the fact of how how naturally they just picked up their phones to like record little tiny stories and stuff, like. The next generation is going to be doing this. And in order to connect to those people and, and others now, we got to make it happen. So that was, that was a really big thing is like, just make video easier for yourself. Um, and realize that it could be your mindset that's the biggest block because it's not the tech. We, everyone's got a camera in their pocket now. Um, so that's, that's that. And then, um, the, he talked about widgets. 
and product focused videos being the being like the the big issue where you could get stuck because the first thing that people tend to do is want to talk about what their blue widget does and their blue widget not the fact that their blue widget fits into some bigger picture and that picture could be the pain so talk about the pain talk about the solution to the pain and say that you offer widgets at the end if you're even going to bring it up because people are going to make that connection they're not stupid Absolutely. If I hear another video about a widget, no, actually, I've never really watched a video about a widget, but you get the I idea. I think that's the point. That's the point. <laughs> you know, here's the other thing. I want to. I want to say one last thing before we go ahead and close this episode out. Uh, there's another point that he made, and they kind of go together. A couple points, I guess. But practice makes perfect. Um, you gotta just again going back to Brian Fanzo, press the damn button, do the first video, do the fifth video, do the seventh video, and all along the way, if you can, going back to what Remington said, the mindset, and of course what Jeremy said, if you have the mindset of just fail your way to success, like sure that first, second, fifth, seventh video might stink, it might not be great, you still publish Ours it. Did. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, hey, look, ours are bad. Yeah, if you go back five years now, five years ago, four years ago, I don't know, four, three years ago, and you watch like the first George B. Thomas, uh, like HubSpot tutorial. (laughs) Oh my, it's cringy, but it's still up there. And, and I will tell you, and, and just because if you go and watch some of the first videos that Impulse Creative and Remington put out, woo! But yeah. they're out there. Yeah. That's the thing. They're out there. They have told a story. They have moved uh, a company along the way through this process. So fail your way to success with video. <sighs> yeah. Well, Remington, we've hit that time again. Isn't it crazy? It like is. It's, it's time. time. To, it's time to end the show. So uh, Remington and I thank you for your viewership, your listenership. We truly enjoy making the show for you. If you do have topics that you want to cover, make sure that you let us know. Uh, you can always email us or you can hit us up on the Twitters. I'm at George B. Thomas. He's at Remington Bag. Hey, if you're listening to this, then make sure you head over to iTunes. Leave a rating and re- review. Five stars would be awesome. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell for instant notifications because these things are coming off like hotcakes off of a skillet. No, they're just actually being sent to youtube and then you can watch it but anyway make sure you do hit that subscribe button give us your thoughts your comments we do this for you until next time folks make sure you're doing all you can do to leave the dock of mediocrity and set sail towards your success